Hey Museums and Strange Places listeners, I've got a special bonus episode for you. In the most recent episode of the podcast, Memorial to an Eruption, I told you how the Eldhamar Museum doesn't use any text to tell the story of the Eldfet volcanic eruption. The walls and dividers are completely covered in beautiful images of the island and the eruption. An audio guide leads you in a slow circle around the house, giving you an immersive chronology of the eruption, beginning with life on the island before the volcano. The audio guide, created by Locatify, automatically moves from one chapter to another as you walk through each section, allowing you to focus on the story, the soundscaping, and the backlit images on the wall. The audio guide was so easy to use and added so much to my experience of the museum. I wanted to know more about how it was created and, lucky for me, I'd met folks from the company behind the guide, Locatify, at a conference in London last year where they were demonstrating some of their technology. This week, I talked with Locatify co-founder Steinen Anna Gunnlöksdottir, who told me more about how Locatify got involved in the Eldhamer project and how they created the audio guide. My name is Steinen Anna Gunnlöksdottir. I am the CEO of Locatify. Locatify is a company that creates apps and we have a platform where people can enter content in order to create apps that automatically triggers at right locations. We started Locatify in 2009 where we focused on location-based apps. We started doing guided tours, then we turned into doing treasure hunt games and then we created a platform in order to easily maintain and add content. The LTMR project started in 2014 when we were working with Axel Hatke, the designer of creating an indoor app, which would trigger at the right destinations at LTMR. Because he had a vision of uh, not having any signs indoors. So he wanted the whole experience for the audience to evolve around listening and taking in uh, everything was going on at the museum. So that's why he wanted the audio to trigger mm. automatically without have people having to think about it. So that's where how we came into the project. We uh, have been designing out, have been, at that time, been designing outdoor apps and the platform to create content for it. And so we put the focus on which would be the best way or which technology would be the best to use for indoor cases. So we um, figured out that the Bluetooth uh, beacons, which were kind of new at that time, it was back down back in 2014 and had not been used for museums before. We um, developed the technology which we have uh, for our platform to enter content for apps so we could adjust it to have indoor apps as well. So we put in floor maps and the content which uh, were related to each station. This uh, uh, museum experience was the first one in the world to take place in a museum. And it was great to work with the people there because they were very inspired and they wanted to um, have it in the sense that people liked walking around, listening to stories, being absorbed in it, and just uh, taking in the great history of this museum, which is quite remarkable. The museum itself is 1,100 square meters, and 
our goal was to show the user's location within the museum. So even though the stations uh, are not so many, we put up a lot of beacons because in order to show the user's locations on the map as a blue dot, we put up 55 beacons in that area. The greatness of them is that you can just place them on the wall with a battery and glue them up and they stick there. And you have the phone and in the phone, phone there is Bluetooth connection, so you don't need any other equipment. I visited Eldhamer four years after Locatify developed the audio guide app for the museum. And the interface and transitions still felt new and effective. But Steinen told me that they've been building on this idea of automatic triggers to develop software and technology for museums that would allow even more precision in location-aware apps. We've heard from our customers that they would like even more precise location and that it would trigger quicker because uh, the beacons you have to wait like for five to eight, sometimes more seconds for the content to activate. So uh, our customer wanted to get more uh, precision and more uh, and quicker activation time. So we started looking out what was the best solution for that. And we came to the conclusion that ultra-wideband is the next step. We are now offering ultra-wideband solution that is also, as we're still using our platform where people can enter floor maps and all the content audio and stuff, so they can do it themselves pretty much. Uh, but now, instead of uh, having the, all the parameters and sets for the beacons to put in, now we have the ultra-wideband. Uh, and that consists of putting anchors in the corners of the showroom and sometimes in other places, depending on how large it is. Also, that the, there is a little transmitter or um, electric um, chip that is uh, in, a, in a little box or that is... Uh, placed on the phone or around the neck or on, as a wristband, depending on how people want it to be. So this ultra-wideband, which has been used uh, for a long time for robots to take um, like uh, something out of shelf, a shelf in a big warehouses, and it's very precise and, uh, and it triggers quickly. That is, has been developed into a little chip that we can use now for this, uh, these cases. The greatest thing with ultra-wideband is that it triggers immediately and the precision is down to 15, 20 centimeters. So imagine what, it can, what can be done in museum where you have like a very close items to each other and you can locate the user where it is in that place and trigger the content that you want to give the user. So you could either give them audio or a treasure hunt game or whatever you want to present at that place. You can learn more about Locatify's Bluetooth and ultra-wideband solutions for location-aware apps on their website, locatify.com. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode, and stay tuned for a new full episode of Museums in Strange Places coming early next week.